Welcome to the Millionaire Mindcast, where we broadcast weekly interviews with millionaire minds from across the globe to empower you on your journey of unlocking a rich and fulfilling life. It's time to unleash your millionaire within. Now, here's your host, Maddie A. What's going on, guys? Maddie A here. Welcome into today's show. I got a great millionaire guest for you, my man, Jeff Lerner. This guy has done tens of millions of dollars in e-commerce online, uh, but really, he's just got an amazing entrepreneurial journey that has transitioned and led him into building what has really become a juggernaut in the e-learning space. So he started off making lots of money doing you know, marketing newsletters, affiliate sales, e-commerce, but now he's transitioned into disrupting the education space. And we're starting to see a lot of platforms like his really gain steam and momentum as more and more people come online, as more and more people second guess whether or not uh, going to the four-year traditional college and you know pursuing that path and route really makes sense for them to be successful, to be fulfilled, to make money, to live the lifestyle that they want, e-learning is just blowing up. And that is right in stride with Jeff's company. And he talks a lot about his entrepreneurial journey in today's episode, which I know you guys are going to enjoy and find some great uh, inspiration. And we dug into the three P's of excellence. One of the concepts that I really enjoyed, and I think you guys are going to get a lot of value from is this idea around digital real estate, digital assets, and how this is kind of becoming a new, I mean, it's already been an asset class, but it is something that is now starting to hold more weight, starting to create more return, hold more investment value over the long term. And there are many different things that you yourself can create in terms of digital real estate that can pay you for many years and decades to come. So we dug into that. We talked about how he really used the three P's of a framework that helps him keep his life and business and income in balance. We talked about being emotionally bulletproof and, you know, he was in a deep, dark depression for many years and how he kind of pulled himself out of that, pulled himself out of debt. And I know many people can relate to that, being in different stages of money challenges in your career, um, you know, being rejected at certain things, whether that's in relationships, whether that's in your professional life and just an overall, um, amazing story in terms of grit and resilience. So I know you guys are going to have some fun in today's episode. Before we do, welcome to the show. we got a great one for you today. All I ask is that if you get some value from it, tag me on social media, tag our guests, share this with somebody that can get some value from it. Most importantly, all I ask is that you leave a review on whatever podcasting platform you enjoy listening to this content on, if and only if you guys get value from this. If you're new, you haven't said what up to me, shoot me a text, 844-447-1555. Know that we have all kinds of downloads, freebies, resources in the show description below if you're watching this on YouTube or just head over to millionairemindcast.com on Jeff's episode. All the links, anything that we talked about in the show will be in there as well as if you text the word invest to 844-447-1555. You can get my free real estate investing course for all of you who want to take advantage of this massive wealth transfer, the opportunities that are coming in the real estate world. You can check that out for free. If you want to get a free financial x-ray to have our financial team go through your entire investment portfolio, make sure that you're not getting overcharged, making sure that your goals are aligned with where you want to be, when you want to be there by, and those investments are congruent with that, uh, we'll do a free financial x-ray for you. Just text the word x-ray 
to 844-447-1555. Head over to becomethebank.info if you want more information on life insurance. And of course, all of our investor swag, the Rich Life Planner, other amazing things at therichlifestore.com. With that being said, we got a great show for you guys today. Let's not waste any more time. Let's dig into today's episode with Jeff Lerner right after this quick message from today's show sponsor. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this deep sales, and LinkedIn has built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. I'm excited to welcome you to the show, Jeff Lerner. How are we doing, brother? Ecstatic, man. I'm, I'm better now that I'm here. There we go. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, catching up with you and hearing all, all the great things that you've been up to. Um, you have, you know, really covered a lot of ground. And what would you say your entrepreneurial journey has, you know, consisted of time frame wise? I attempted my first business when I was 16 years old and I'm 41. So 25 years. Nice. And what if, if you were to kind of highlight being the, um, maybe most uh, important or proud moment of your entrepreneurial journey and maybe the lowest moment of your journey, which two experiences come to light for you? Uh, lowest is pretty easy. I would say it was 2008. I had just failed at my roughly 10th consecutive business, you know, depending on whether certain things fully count as a business, it could have been more than that. I mean, like, does joining an MLM count as a business? I don't know, but I failed at that too. I mean, it was a it was an impressive string of of failures, and uh, it was a big one. In fact, I have uh, you can you can see. I don't know if your audience. I think this is an audio only podcast, but down in that corner there, I have my tax return from two thousand eight framed on the wall. Um, it was negative forty thousand dollars. And uh, I had opened a franchise, two franchise restaurants that year. I, I got, which is, is actually silly that they gave me enough. They gave me almost half a million dollars in credit to open these restaurants, which is funny because I wasn't a piano player who'd never made more than $40,000 in a year. So it's like, that shows you how insane the banks were in 2008. But, um, and, and that, those, both of those stores closed in the Great Recession. I was $495,000 in debt. I was hiding from the US government because they were SBA loans. So the United States Treasury that guarantees the SBA loans were the ones coming after me for about 300,000 of that debt. 
Um, so I was, I got evicted from my apartment. I was living at my uh, soon-to-be ex-wife's parents' house. She was, she was kind of done with me too, but I got her parents to at least take us in. Uh, obviously, they were more concerned about her than me, but I kind of came with the deal at the time. And I mean, it was a mess. I even, when I started, I started my first online business at that time. And when I started, I actually changed the spelling of my last name to Learner with an A because there were so many creditors looking for me. Um, I didn't want to come up in Google searches at the time. So that, that speaks to uh, how terrible that was. And, you know, getting, getting divorced and being depressed, it wasn't just a financial you know, challenge. Right. It was a whole life challenge. Uh, I would say my proudest moment I am proud. I'm excited to report is actually right now. I, uh, I believe that I have finally gelled, not just, and frankly, am I making more money than I ever have, but I am doing what I believe is the best work that I've ever done. If you completely removed my self-interest as a business owner, and you completely remove my economic interest, and you simply said, is the work that is being done having a positive impact in the world? Um, I, am, I am richer in that way now than I ever have been. And it just so happens to pay well too. So this is for sure my proudest moment, only to be surpassed, I'm sure, by the near future because it's, it's growing and, and going really well. And for people that maybe don't understand what you're doing right now in the context and capacity and maybe level that you're doing it at, what would you say Jeff Lerner is up to right now here in 2021? I am uh, in, fully engaged in the disruption of mainstream education. So what that looks like is you have millions, hundreds of millions, bi billions of people that I believe have been... Um, underserved by traditional education. You have people graduating from colleges. The vast majority of people graduating from colleges are not doing so because they have a specific passion or calling for whatever they studied. They're doing it because they're, it's what you do. It's what you do to get a job and to have a career and to go presumably make good money and have this sense of security in the world. And, you know, five, 10, 20, 30 years later, you realize, wait, I'm not on a track to retire or I don't even particularly love what I do or, huh, I see all these other people that seem to have this quality of life and I don't know how to get it. They didn't teach me that or, man, I screwed up my credit. How is it that I spent $100,000 on my college education and nobody ever told me what a credit score is? Or, man, I, I have this great idea and I want to start a business, but I don't have a clue how to even go get an LLC or how to properly set up self-employment for tax purposes or how to bring an idea to market or how to go do research or like th th people are so underserved now in terms of learning how to go do the really cool stuff that's actually right there to be done in the world, but it's just not what they teach in school. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, I hate this term, but there's a lot of gurus on the internet that like, teach you how to do affiliate marketing or how to create your own course or how to, you know, run Facebook ads or whatever. But we took the approach of saying, let's actually uh, tackle an educational, uh, tackle a, a, an establishment education problem with establishment style education. Like let's out college the colleges. And so Entra Institute is uh, basically my very ambitious 
effort to create, you know, standardized, formalized, high quality entrepreneurial curriculum that teaches people in a way that has that sort of collegiate or university type of standard. And, uh, you know, there's competency, there's, there's a rigor, there's a structure to it. It's not just another guru with a course. Um, but we're teaching people the stuff that I think really, really matters as measured by what quality of life does this education allow me to achieve? Mm. Um, and that's, that's what we're doing. And it, it's, it's honestly, it's absolutely exploded. We did uh, year one was 2019. We sold our first course that year in July. Uh, last year, 2020, we enrolled 60,000 students. And this year we will enroll about a quarter million. Amazing. And Pay, paying students. Courses across all different facets of business, investing. What, what are the categories? We are building out courses right now uh, as fast as we can while still maintaining quality and attracting really, really high-level expert faculty. Um, you know, we could go out to the market and license 100 pre-existing courses, but we're not doing that. We're, we're quality controlling and crafting and architecting all of our courses to be consistent and congruent inside of our ecosystem. We're rolling out our own software, our own entrepreneurial software that allows people to very quickly implement a lot of these online business modalities. And, you know, whether you've got a, a real estate business or an insurance business, or you have no business and you just want to start a business, like we're, we're building an ecosystem that supports all of that. Um, you know, last year we were really focused on, and, you know, we can talk more about what this term means, but like an MVP concept, a minimum viable product to say, let's, we want to deliver enough that we are fulfilling our full value proposition. And, and I, I, I operate on it, what I call a 10X value proposition. If somebody pays me $1,000, I want to deliver them $10,000 worth of value. And so last year, uh, well, 2019, when we started, we were really focused on building to, uh, you know, an MVP, a high value MVP. And uh, we did that last year. We really focused on three specific business models online, which are affiliate marketing, um, digital agency services and the knowledge business, which it just so happened are the three businesses that I've done very successfully online. I, I was an affiliate marketer for five years. I owned a digital agency for six years and I've, now I'm in the knowledge business. I sell courses and trainings. Um, but obviously there's a lot that we can add to that. And we are in the process of adding, you know, courses left and right. I'd say by the end of this year, we'll probably have 10 or 15 more courses. It's amazing. And how many are you guys partnering and pairing with different educators and experts in specific fields? Or where are the opportunities, whether it's somebody being involved in your organization and or in the space of this educational disruption? We've been hearing a lot of people trying to do it for quite a long time, right? And it seems like this awakening, this consciousness of, you know, life being different than what it's been uh, in terms of education for so many decades, you know, what, what do you see as the opportunity for either people coming into your organization or people, you know, collaborating and working with you guys? Um, yeah, I mean, people coming in as a student, the opportunity is, uh, you know, not to sing a, a Disney song, but a whole new world. Like there's a whole new, what is that from a lot or the little mouse, that's the little mouse, right? Fievel. An American tale, I think. But anyways, 
<laughs> or maybe that's Aladdin, whatever. Sorry, I go down a rabbit hole. But um, yeah, I mean, there's this whole world out there. And look, I was, you know, I told you about my low point, right? 2008, I was a broke, out of work, depressed, overweight jazz piano player going through his second divorce, who in an entire decade since dropping out of school, high school, you know, had never earned more than 40 grand in a year. Um, and I, I racked up half a million dollars in debt. And then I discovered this whole new world of the digital economy and, you know, call it the new economy, the modern economy, the, the disrupted economy, whatever. I paid off a half a million dollars in debt in 18 months with affiliate marketing. Like I was, I wasn't supposed to be able to do that. Everybody told me my life was over. Oh, you're half a million dollars in debt. And you're, you know, you're at rock bottom. Like you, you're, the best you can hope to do is just go get a job. That's what they told me. But instead, I found there's this whole new world that clearly none of these people know about because they weren't taught about it in school because they put all their eggs in the basket of what did I learn in school? And fortunately, I was enough of a, of a misfit and a rebel that I was willing to go looking for another way and uh, found, oh, wow, I just paid off half a million dollars in 18 months. Okay, what do I do now? And then I just, you know, went, kept going. And five years later, I made $10 million in commissions as an affiliate marketer. And I'm like, well okay, I guess, you know, I kind of get the last laugh here. Now what? And I started an agency and we scaled that agency. And I started, I got obsessed with learning how to build businesses and scale businesses and focus on marketing and direct response and how to convert customers and how to build products and deliver great services. And, um, you know, it, it just, there's this massive world out there. So that's the opportunity on the student side. And, and we obviously break that down into its, you know, constituent parts and, uh, one of the big things that we do, I think, different than everybody else um, is we we have a a, pro, a a process that's basically discover, plan, implement. So it, we, essentially, we start with everyone going through a discovery process. And one of the one of the mantras we say a lot in our company is that a prescription without a diagnosis is malpractice. So most online education programs, you get in there and they'll tell you. We sell Shopify or we teach Shopify stores. We teach drop shipping. And if you want to change your life and you want to brighten your future and you want to live on a beach somewhere, you need to be a drop shipper. It's one size fits all, right? right. They're, they're giving you a prescription. They don't know the first thing about you. Um, and, and so we do it different. We take people through a discovery process. We have them work with an advisor who says, okay, what are your interests? How much time do you have? How much resources do you have? But monetarily, energy, what time do you get up in the morning? Does your spouse support what you're doing? Are you, do you have a job where you need to build a business in secret because you'll get fired if they find out you have something on the side? Like, we need to know everything about you before we can help you know what the right way to, to go is online. Um, but, and there's so many opportunities that that isn't uh, prohibitive, that nobody's excluded from the opportunity. But it's, it's pretty helpful to try to um, craft the opportunity for people rather than just shove everybody into whatever, whatever I happen to have done successfully at some point, right? right? Which is what most of these authority guru people do. Um, and then as far as collaborating with us on the, on the curriculum side, yeah, we go out and we find category experts and we, we work with them to develop custom curriculum for our students that all has to function within our ecosystem because we don't just give people courses. We have programs to coach people on the courses. You know, if you want to get more hands-on help, um, we have group environments where people can collaborate and build businesses. Again, this is more about doing it university style. 
there's a lot more that happens on a university campus than just showing up and taking a class, mm -hmm. right? There's tutors, there's uh, study groups, there's, you know, just more of an ecosystem, more of a, a, an environment for success or an environment, you know, in that case, an environment for delinquency and partying and getting drunk. I mean, we, we don't have that part, but, but we do try to create an environment to support the whole initiative, not just courses, because, you know, you and I both know that online courses are a dime a dozen. There's a million people that, that watch these videos and they glaze over and they got Facebook open on their phone while they're watching the course. They're not paying attention and certainly they're not implementing and getting any results. Um, and so we want to address that too. We have a whole process behind our courses that focuses on implementation where like, I mean, you know, we lead the horse to water. I wouldn't say we can make you drink, but we can like try to push your head down in the water a little bit. And we can certainly make sure the, that there's clean, fresh water to drink. And we can tell you how good the water is and how happy you'll be if you'll just do the work to drink the water. And like right up to the point of making you drink the water is how far we'll take it because I got so, you know, two years ago when, or three years ago when I started this, I had just sold my agency. Um, you know, I was 39 years old. I basically was like, okay, am I going to retire or am I going to go teach people how to do what I've done? And I said, if I was going to teach people how to do what I've done, which is use this new economy to create a completely different quality of life than I was ever expected to have, um, I was going to do it right. And I wasn't just going to create a... Um, a battlefield of casualties of people who buy online courses and don't get results because I already know that I, I've been through enough online courses to know that's how most of them go. And most online course Facebook groups, you know, will have 30,000 members and only 400 of them are active because the other 29,600 you know, got frustrated and quit a long time ago because they didn't get the results. And, and usually a lot of times it's their fault. They didn't do the work, but there just wasn't a, there's a lot more to education than just giving people knowledge. Right. Right. So knowing what you know and seeing kind of the ecosystem from a 30,000 foot view, where do you think the most exciting opportunities are at with kind of the experience and the wisdom that you've gained that other people might be able to glean some, you know, some knowledge or, or maybe a, uh, a spotlight in terms of what breadcrumbs, you know, might be worth following down the trail. So when I started Entra uh, two and a half years, so September, 2018, I mean, we're recording this, it's February 20, 2021, right? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, whatever it does. <laughs> so, so that's two and a half years, 29 months ago is like literally when this was just a twinkle in my eye. And I was like, I'm going to do this. And one of the things I set out to do very intentionally on day one was I'm going to build Entra the way that I will teach people to build a business, assuming that most people come into this, they don't either they don't have a lot to invest or maybe they have a nest egg that they've worked 20 years to save up, but they're not quite ready to go dump it all into some new crazy business venture, right? So like, let's assume that I'm on a budget Let's assume that I don't have all the, you know, certain pre-existing skills. I certainly, and at the time I was, I was an unknown person online. Like I had 600 Instagram followers that were just basically my friends and family. I had uh, a YouTube channel that I'd had for seven years that I think I had posted two videos to, and I had like 24 subscribers. I had no Facebook page. So like I was, I didn't have any momentum going into this as a brand, 
you know, I, I had been, I had owned a B2B uh, digital agency, but that doesn't get you any street cred, right? And I sold that. So, and I had money, but I didn't want to, I wanted to build this in a, in, a, in a laboratory experiment the same way that I would teach a brand new person to build it. And, um, you know, the fact that we're 120,000 customers later, and we're probably the fastest growing education company in the world means clearly what I did worked, right? So I'll, I, I, would it be a reasonable answer to your question to just tell people what I did? Please. <laughs> um, so basically what I did was I started putting a ton of content out on the internet. I went, I went absolutely bananas creating video content. And, you know, again, is this an audio only podcast? No, it's video. So people oh, can it's see video. It. And, and just so you know, too, you know, I think there's no detail that is not worthwhile for anybody knowing that, you know, people okay. are coming at this from all different levels of experience and wealth. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Well, so if it's video only, then your audience can see how devastatingly handsome I am. <laughs> and, that, and that clearly that was my natural advantage in making video content, right? Not, haha. Uh, you know, it, it was it was just going kind of bananas, putting myself out there. And I didn't have any advantage and I didn't have any traction and I didn't have any existing momentum or credibility. In fact, what I had on day one was a lot of people telling me to go away, shut up, you're an idiot, get out of my feed, I don't like you, you, you know. And, How'd and you overcome that? Because I know that's one thing before people even do that and get to the get out of my feed, you're an idiot, I hate you, right? They're already losing the battle up here and they never even get started. What do you say to those people? How did you overcome that? And not only to get started, but to actually continue just pounding the sand every single day with consistent content. Yeah, I... um I, I've, gone, I've done a lot of therapy in my life. I like therapy. I like personal development. I like getting better. But therapy only works when it's really hard. You can go into a therapist's office a hundred times and talk about your day and talk about what's going on and even talk about your challenges and even be really introspective and get to know thyself and not a damn thing changes. Because as my therapist says, insight isn't therapy. Experience is therapy. There are only three things that can rewire somebody cognitively. They are trauma. They are some sort of deep, deeply like spiritual or existential I mean, they're just, a, some people just have these things where they're like, like the road to Damascus, right? Like something comes over them and they're just a different person, but you can't really plan for those. Or you can go through a process called cognitive restructuring. That's just really, really damn hard work. And it's emotional and it's visceral and it's gut-wrenching and it's uh, exhausting. And I've been through enough therapy to know if it's not really hard, it doesn't change you. Mm -hmm. And my therapist has told me for a long time, he said, you know, Jeff, you and Jacqueline, who's my wife, of every, of every patient I've ever had, you guys are at the top, if not the top, of, of patients that are willing to do the hard work. That's why therapy has been so rewarding for me, is like, I will go in and I will, I will cry. I will I will strip myself down emotionally because I just, I would, I want to get better more than I want to be safe. Mm -hmm. 
And so when I went online, I framed it as just more therapy. And I was like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be painful. I'm going to want to quit. And that's exactly how I know that it's good for me. Love it. And, uh, and it was. It was all of those things. Um, I grew up with a, a genetic condition. I grew up being bullied. I grew up um, being told that I was, I was retarded. I grew up being called all kinds of names. I, I grew up uh, dealing with enough hate, you know, hate as we use the term now, haters, um, to know that the best thing that I could possibly do would be to finally, for, the, for once in my effing life, get emotionally bulletproof. I was 39 years old. I didn't have financial problems anymore. I had a beautiful family that loved me, but I still had a scared, wounded little boy inside that was fed up and it was just time. And so I was excited to do it, even if it didn't even work. And every time the hate came at me, I just, my wife, I would, she would remind me, this is exactly what you signed up for. In fact, you were excited about this. Yeah. Now in the moment, maybe you're, you're not so excited, but you were excited about this. And if you'll stick it through, there's, there's good stuff on the other side of it, whether it makes any money or not. And she was right. And, and, and honestly, to this day, even if Antra had never made a dollar and never enrolled a student, I would still be grateful for the experience. Love it. Um, because I have finally learned that sticks and stones can break my bones, but words cannot hurt me especially when they come from loser keyboard warriors who live in their parents' basement at 52 years old. So, um, you, so you were bootstrapping. You decided, I'm going to commit to, you, you got a clear plan, right? You yes. started putting out crazy amounts of content and it wasn't overproduced, over-engineered content, no, right? It was, you were it running, was all made with this, right? All Although it was an older phone. version of this. It was all made with my phone for a year. I shot a video, at least one video every day. I did about 400 videos in my first year. They were all anywhere from five to 15 or 20 minutes, maybe. Did them all on my phone. Did a lot of them in my car. Some of them I did walking around my backyard, my front yard. The neighbors started to think I was kind of weird because I'd be walking around filming myself in the street. And I just started talking. I just started talking about my life, talking about stuff. I didn't, I didn't, sell, I didn't even have a product to sell. So, and this is, this is the strategy. There's a formula here. I'm not just telling you my personal experience. I'm telling you something I did very intentionally from day one because I saw Frank Kern doing it. If you're familiar with Frank Kern, brilliant digital marketer, yep. who I know from previous experience and, and some uh, you know, connections to him indirect, like people, I know people who know Frank, like he's the last guy in the world that wants to put himself out there on social media and be making videos. So if he was doing it and I watched how he was doing it, I was like, whatever he's doing, knowing that it's not his personal cup of tea, uh, there's got to be a strategy to it. And I watched what he did and he was just putting videos out and, and he, he actually did it a little differently. He did have calls to action and stuff that he was selling, but it was very loose, very indirect, very soft, very um, topical. Like he'd be talking about his kids or he'd be talking about going to dinner with his wife or he'd be talking. And he, sometimes he'd talk about marketing. Sometimes he'd talk about business, but it was this whole gamut of like sharing all facets of Frank. And so I just started sharing all facets of Jeff. I like to work out. I talk about fitness. I like, I, I love therapy. I love uh, relationship theory. I'd talk about marriage. I talk about communication. Sometimes I'd talk about sales. Sometimes I'd talk about marketing. And through this exercise, I, a few things were happening. One, I was just getting confident, right? And I was getting momentum and I was getting 
a pace of production where it starts, it's kind of like going to the gym. It's hard at first, but you go 30 days in a row, then it starts to feel weird when you don't go. Mm -hmm. Well, it was started, it got to where it started to feel weird if I wasn't producing content, right? Like it'd be four o'clock in the afternoon and I'd be like, babe, I haven't even shot a video today. I got to go outside, right? And, um, and my, my kids were like, what is dad doing? He's trying to be like an influencer or something. Doesn't he know he's too old for that? Like it was, it kind of, I kind of started to have some fun with it. But as I was putting myself out there over and over and over, I was starting to create these conversations and these angles and test out different messages. And really within it emerged my brand, my values, my mission. Who, what, who the hell am I? And what conversation do I really want to have in this world that matters and they can get traction in the market? That's a commercially viable conversation. And what, I, what emerged for me from this cloud of Jeff was the entrepreneurial conversation with an emphasis on education, skill acquisition, but a context of holistic life excellence. I kind of developed this language around what became, and I didn't, I didn't like sit down and plan this. It just one day I just kind of said, it's like the three Ps, physical, personal, and professional, right? And suddenly I was like, ooh, that was good, right? And, it, and now it's like what I'm known for. People hashtag Jeff Lerner, three Ps, right? Like physical, personal, and professional. And this word excellence emerged. Like, what do I really care about? What do I want to stand for in this world? Excellence. I'm tired of just all the lame, all the average, all the settling, all the people that want more than they have, but don't want to do more than they do. Like, and this word excellence, physical, personal, and professional excellence. And next thing I knew, I had a mission statement, empowering people to achieve physical, personal, and professional excellence through entrepreneurial education. Before I even had a name, I had a mission. And, I, and, I, and, and the whole time I was getting feedback from the market. There was like certain videos I would put out would get like 14 views and no comments. Other videos I would put out would end up getting shared 2,000 times they get a quarter million views and they'd have a comment thread, you know, 1100 comments. And I go, oh, okay, people liked that. And they yeah. ignored that, right? And, and by the way, the, the, the videos that people like are also the videos that the haters hate. And the videos that people ignore are also the videos that the haters ignore. So like, you can't have one, you know, you can't have your meat without your bread, right? There's like, always that duality, right? Yeah, and so- I just, it, that was the exercise. And so by the time, and so then I was like, okay, this is working, but I need to speed this up because I want more feedback and I want more audience of just people listening, not people buying because I didn't have anything to sell. It's just people listening. So I started boosting the videos. Like I'd put a video out and I'd go spend like $25 or $50. And finally I got to where I was like, I'm getting such good feedback. And I knew that I because I know what to do with the feedback. I know what to do with an audience as a marketer. Mm -hmm. I started putting $100, $200 into a video. So, you know, full disclosure, I talked about, I did this whole thing on a budget. In, a, in the first year, I spent about $25,000 boosting videos. And that's the only money I ever outlaid to build this business. I never spent a dollar on, on uh, advertising that didn't produce a profit right away. I mean, obviously I pay for ads, but it's not, it's, it's good. It's good money out if it produces an immediate return. Right. But I didn't like have, like, I dumped half a million dollars into my business before I saw a profit. No, I spent 25 grand boosting videos, 
just to accelerate the process of getting feedback from the market of figuring out what were the points of traction? What were the messages that landed? Who was watching? What's the demographic data of the people watching? You know, YouTube and Facebook will kind of tell you like more men than women, Mm -hmm. you know, more 45 plus than 25 under like, and that was useful for me. And so I did all that for a year. And finally, after almost a year, I was like, okay, I know what the market wants from Jeff Lerner. And I know who Jeff Lerner needs to be in the market. I know who Jeff Lerner wants to be in the market. And so I locked myself in a hotel room and I shot a course in one week. I edited the whole thing myself on Camtasia. And two weeks after I locked myself in that hotel room, I had a course called the Entre Blueprint. That's my basic foundation of how to become an entrepreneur in the new economy. The first three modules are the fundamentals are what I call the foundation series. It's the foundation of just becoming entrepreneurship worthy. You have to raise your life game to a certain standard before you even have a right to step on the field of entrepreneurship. And then the second section, the next three modules were specific business models that I had done in my life that I had results with and how I was able to parlay them into positive outcomes and how I connected them into kind of a a framework for for how to grow and scale a business long-term and not, anyway, so, you know, that was the course, but I already knew that the course was going to win because I'd spent a year getting all this feedback from the market and I just knew exactly what they wanted to hear. So I came out of the gate strong. At that point, I've got a course, I've got an audience, I have a Facebook pixel with 2 million people in it that have watched my videos for at least 10 seconds over the last 11 months. That, I, that cost me $25,000 to generate, which by the way is 1.25 cents per lead. Compare that to generating an email list right. at three to $5 a lead, right? So I came out of the gate hot late July, 2019, running ads to 2 million person audience that already knew who I was with a course that was built around messaging that I already knew they liked. That's how you scale. That's how you blow something up with confidence. And, you know, by the end of that year, we were selling, I don't know, a few thousand courses a month. Um, Like I said, we did 60,000. Probably by the end of that year, we were selling a thousand courses a month. 2020 is when I really stepped on the gas, sold 60,000 of that course. And and now we've built other, that's an entry course. We built other courses. We built more advanced courses. We have a coaching program. You know, like once you get traction, it's fun to build on top of it. What the problem most entrepreneurs have is they never get that first win that makes it all seem, it kind of validates the whole effort, right? But I took the time before I even started to create the the environment where that win was assured. And I did it for, I did it virtually for free. People say, oh, he spent $25,000. I could have done it without the $25,000. It probably would have taken twice as long. Right. I just knew, I knew what I was doing. But whether it's $500 or $1,000 or $25,000 or no dollars, you, anybody can put content out to the market, test out different messages, get feedback, figure out what the, mes- the market resonates with, who they want to be, and ultimately take that information back and either create a product or provide a service or find a product and become an affiliate. Like, there's a lot of ways to monetize it once you know what the market wants from you. Right. And how big yeah. do you feel this opportunity is you know, moving forward, I know a lot of people feel like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm behind the eight ball or I'm, I'm too late to the game. Right. And from your experience and just being an expert in this space, you know, what is the timeline and trajectory look 
like in terms of uh, the opportunity here in this particular context? Yeah, I mean, there's people that told me I was too late and I told them that they don't know what they're talking about because, um, I mean, it's like, this is so new, man. I mean, COVID, if COVID has done anything, it's just shine a light on how far we still have to go. Because they were telling me that I was, it was too soon pre-COVID or, or it was too late pre-COVID. Like, oh, the internet's saturated. The internet's not saturated. Give me a break, man. Like, what, 14% of all advertising now is digital? Are you interested in boosting your income by an extra $50,000 this year? If so, you're going to love what I've got in store for you. I am beyond excited to officially announce an incredible opportunity to join me in my exclusive mastermind, which will include myself and 25 other hand-selected investors who are actively pursuing commercial real estate in 2024 and want to be held accountable to making sure they buy their first or their next commercial real estate investment property that will net them a minimum of $50,000 a year. This mastermind group will not only teach you how to do that, how to find, how to analyze, how to structure and buy these types of commercial real estate investment properties, but you'll also have an opportunity to be a part of an intimate group of high achievers that are going to take your network and your resources to a whole nother level. But here's the catch. Like I mentioned before, this is exclusive. We're only selecting 25 ambitious individuals for our founding members group who are serious and ready to take that next step in their commercial real estate investing journey. So if you are ready to increase your passive income by at least $50,000 in the next year with commercial real estate investing, then this is your moment. These spaces are gonna fill up fast and trust me, this is the one and only time to be a founding member, which comes with some pretty special benefits. So head over to myfirst50k.com and submit your application now. Again, that's myfirst50k.com. You can head over there, check out the program, see everything that it entails, submit your application to join, and I can't wait to connect with you soon. People are still buying, I mean, 14%. What, where is the, where's the world going to be when it's 30%? Where's the world going to be when it's 50? Where's the world going to be when it's 98% right. digital? Like there, this, this is going to suck up millions, hundreds of millions, at least I would say at least tens of millions of people are going to become bona fide millionaire, like upper wealthy class people because they hop on the train of the digital economy. And, you know, all the time that that's happening, there's going to be the gaggle over there saying, oh, you're all too late. You're all idiots. And, you know, that's what they said to me. They said that to me 10 years ago. I remember when I told my buddy that I was like, I, I think I know how I'm going to do this. Like I started making some money and I think I can pay off this $495,000 in debt. And this was in 2009. I said, I'm becoming an internet marketer. And he said, yeah, that sounds like a scam. Plus, I think there's people already doing it. Okay, we're not friends anymore, but he still works for a living. Yeah. Now, you I know? know you've talked about, uh, we've been talking digital. And, you know, anytime you say digital and real estate in the same uh in the same sentence, my ears go up. And I know, you know, digital real estate is something that you are big on. There's a return there. Um, obviously, there's a method to your madness. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I can't, this is, again, this is another term that just sort of materialized 
through the repetitions of the conversation. It's not like I sat down and said, okay, let me create this little master plan of who I am and what I talk about. It just emerged organically. And that's one of the reasons it's been so successful because people can go back. Like I tell people to do this stuff and even your audience, go to my Facebook page and scroll all the way back through the videos. You have to go through like a thousand of them and you'll see on September 19th, 2018, when I had my little nervous breakdown and I made a video called Let's Get Extreme and this whole thing started, like it's right there. You can see the whole evolution, right? And through those conversations, this concept of digital real estate emerged. And, you know, I'm a marketer. So my radar is kind of always up for finding these little hooks and these little like linguistic kernels or almost memes that can get attention. And this term digital real estate, I knew it was a home run when it's when it came out of my mouth, but it's like so simple. It's basically because you're always trying to differentiate yourself from the market, right? As any business, like why should somebody do business with you and not the next guy? Look, there's a hundred, there's a thousand, there's a hundred thousand people online that are teaching business on the internet, right? So if you go size all of them up, what you find is that the vast majority of them are using short-term thinking and they're appealing to this immediate gratification kind of dopamine psychology of like, hey, come buy my course and in 60 days, we're going to have you set up. You're going to have a business. You're going to be making good money and I'll show you how to make $1,000 a day on Instagram work in 30 minutes, right? First of all, that just sounds like, like, like if you... In the comfort of your own room with no one around, you might say yes to that. But if there were like 100 people watching, you would be like, oh, that's like you would be embarrassed to say yes to that. Right. And so, you know, it's a joke. You know, it's laughable, but you do it because it, it's just like TV advertising. It hooks the dopamine in your brain and you're like, oh, good. Let me get a, a shot of that, that Internet crack. Right. It's all like so scammy and spammy. So I said, screw short term thinking. You know, fast up, fast down is like a, an adage in business. You wouldn't want to build something that fast. You shouldn't want to make money without doing work. You shouldn't want to acquire what you haven't earned. It's like winning a lottery. It's going to be gone in two years. That History, the data shows if you win the lottery, it'll be gone in two years. If you figure out how to make Instagram for $1,000 know, a day for some BS thing that you don't even know what you're doing because you followed some guru's hack formula, that's not a real business. You can't go borrow money against that, right? You can't sell it with a business broker. Right. Like we should want to build stuff that's real. Yep. And so let's apply real estate thinking, which for me means two things. I'm going to deploy cash and I expect to generate a return on my cash that's measurable, that's predictable, that can be, you know, where I can apply things like, like cap rates or are you know return on investment or discount rates or at the very least like a ROAS formula return on ad spend or something right it should have real business fundamentals and there should be an underlying asset that can appreciate in value over time ideally by either leveraging someone else's capital or by reinvesting the returns from the asset so that I'm not having to constantly put money in to grow wealth that's, I mean, you're a real estate guy, right? That's real estate. Okay. Yeah, you speak my language. So what if we apply that thinking to internet business and say, okay, we will now only consider online business models that adhere to that standard where I can build an underlying asset that grows 
with some sort of multiplier or exponential factor beyond just the money that I'm putting in that I could sell someday, that there could actually be an exit event. And there needs to be a quantifiable, predictable, you know, cash on cash return formula in the interim. And like, that's it. It's not fancy, but for some reason we get on the internet and because of the nature of the internet and it's all, you know, immediate gratification and everything happens so fast. And we just speak the internet. We associate with speed. Like it all happens so fast. I can look up in, you know, instead of having to go to the library, I can get any fact I want to know in three seconds with a Google search. So then we get on there and our business brain, all sound business principles go out the window and we're like, Oh, well I should be able to make money fast. And who cares if there's an underlying asset, right? Because it's all a game anyways, and I'm going to make millions of dollars before anybody realizes that it's all hot air. Like, no, no. Let's start approaching this like it's real business, real assets, real fundamentals, like it's real estate. I love That's that. Now, if you were to, you know, when you, when you think of your, your favorite uh, digital real estate asset that maybe you've created, bought, got a great return off of what comes to mind? I mean, a simple example that everybody can kind of immediately wrap their minds around is my YouTube channel. Um, You know, I've taken 29 months to grow my YouTube channel. Uh, Right now it produces about $100,000 a year in ad revenue. So I don't have, I don't, whether I sell anything or not, whether I monetize it any other way, whether I have affiliate products, whether I sell my own products, totally separate from any of that. YouTube sends me $100,000 a year. They're going to send me about $8,000 this month. Love it. Off of a channel that took me 29 months to build, right? And, and by the way, that number is increasing 20 to 30% a month. So by the end of this year, it'll probably be producing $15,000 a month. You know, I mean, just that alone is something people can immediately wrap their heads around. How much right. real estate, how much money would you have to put into real estate or how much other capital would you have to leverage into real estate to have an asset that, that, predictably produces six figures a year in completely free, guaranteed, secure, zero expense cash flow. You yep. can actually you can't even do that with real estate. No, there's there's, there's some aspects of and partly why I transitioned uh, at least a pillar of my brand and my business outside of just brick and mortar real estate assets um, was for that exact reason. I mean the, the scalability, mm-hmm. the efficiencies um, and really just the overall ground and effectiveness you can have and cover in the digital economy, like you said, mm-hmm. there's nothing like it, right? There so, isn't. Yeah, um, it's a unicorn. It, it is. A historical anomaly. Yeah. And I mean, in, in especially just knowing where the trends are going, I'm a millennial. Um, I look at, you know, a lot of the younger generations behind and below me, they're not looking at anything but the digital economy, right? And so if you're not serving that marketplace, that customer, um, and finding ways of incorporating and leveraging a trend and a platform and a tool that is only going to exponentially grow and compound over time, you're missing a big opportunity. So I love what you have done and you know, so many of the amazing businesses that you've created, not only what you've created, but also how you've gone about sharing it um, and making an impact and in, in creating opportunities for others in that wake. Um, and I know a lot of people are going to want to know more about um, what you guys have going on at Entra. 
and all the amazing stuff that they can learn. And I'm curious, you know, do you, do you see a lot of people coming in because they actively want to build and do it themselves? Do you see any other people? Like for me, I'm going, who could I put through one of those courses um, and partner with them to create a passive business or income stream for? What do you see in terms of, you know, that context? Yeah, I mean, as far as creating passive assets, you know, I mean, ultimately, that's kind of what real estate, the real estate principle is, is like you, you do the work, you acquire, you, you know, first of all, you source the property, you bird dog, you acquire, you renovate, you improve, you refinance, like whatever. The work happens in the first year, two years, five years, and it's eventually you just have this asset yep. that you can sell, you can camp on, you can refinance. Um, that's kind of how the internet works. I mean, so for me, like I mentioned, I'm going to keep, I'm still in the active working phase. Mm -hmm. I like doing the work. I enjoy it. I mean, yep. I think as human beings, we're meant to work and I'd rather work on this than, you know, dig ditches or cook French fries. So, um, but you know, even already, for example, I've got an email list of over a million people. I could literally, I can just send offers to my list. It would take me maybe an hour a day to write a really good email and find a good offer that I believed in. Now, this isn't what I do because I'm, I'm building my own products, but I could already just retire and be like, okay, this is passive. I got a million person email list and I could probably generate three to $5 million a year easily in an hour a day, just riding that list. So it's like, it's already there. I just like the work too much. And, I, and mo more than that, I believe in the mission. Mm. I think there's a lot of work to be done. Yep. But for people that want to kind of go through and create something passive, well, you know, go through just like I'm doing and just like I teach people to do, do the work. Maybe it takes one, two, three, five years. Build these digital real estate assets that you can continue to monetize for the rest of your life and that you can leave to your kids. That's a huge piece of it for me is generational legacy. Why build something that disappears when you die, mm. right? But, or if you just want to learn, if you truly want passive, like let's say you're, you know, and, and I know like there's a lot of like rich doctors out there. They work 14 hours a day in their medical practice. They got $7 million in the bank that they want to do more interesting things with and just give to some guy at Edward Jones who right. may make 6% or whatever. Um, you know, look, you can acquire digital businesses, there are digital real estate assets, that's the term I would put on them, that you can go buy. And they come with lists, and they come with social media presences, and they come with financials. They're just like a piece of real estate. They just happen to exist in the, in the fourth dimension, if you will. And if you come through our training, maybe you don't even want to build what we teach, but you can learn what we teach so that you can go out and vet assets for acquisition purposes. That's what I would say. I love it. Well, for those that want to check out what you guys are doing, um, we'll include all of the links, all the references, um, YouTube channel, Instagram, all the great stuff that Jeff is putting out. You guys got to check it out. His content's amazing um, and is obviously very um, valuable and informational, but also entertaining. Um, I like the stuff that you put out, Jeff. Uh, so we'll have that all in the show notes um, on millionairemindcast.com for Jeff's episode. We will also have that in the show description if you're watching that on YouTube, but where is the best place for them to kind of follow? Where do you kind of guide and direct people to, to check you out on uh, yeah. that, that first introduction? Well, everything you said is great. We actually put a landing page together just for this episode. Perfect. We were coming on the show and then that makes it easy to say, Hey, Matt sent us 400 people and we appreciate that. Um, we'll, you know, send you a gift basket or something, but there we go. Uh, yeah. If people go to millionairesecrets.com forward slash Matt A. 
uh, obviously your name there your, we go. And, and last initial, then it's kind of a tracking device and that you'll, you'll be, you'll get your first taste of affiliate tracking where you can, you, that's the beautiful thing about the internet is like, you always know where things come from, right? Yep. Yep. Use tracking links. So millionairesecrets.com forward slash Matt a, and from there you can get to my YouTube channel. You can get to my podcast. You can, uh, get to my free ebook, which actually just passed a million downloads. That's amazing, um, brother. Yeah. You've got all kinds of amazing stuff out there. Jeff is putting out some awesome content. Really, um, you know, I see this disruption continuing to just be scratching the surface right now. And um, with the quality content that you guys put out, guys, be sure to check out what Jeff and, um, and Entra is up to. Uh, amazing work. Jeff, appreciate your time today. This has been tremendous. Thanks so much for a great conversation. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that interview. And if you did, all I ask is that you share it with somebody else who maybe needs to hear this today or that could gain some value from something that was talked about or discussed in today's interview. You just never know one piece of information, a conversation, a tool, a resource can completely transform and change the trajectory of someone's life or their business. So if you get any kind of value or you want to support the show, all we ask is that you help us organically get this in front of more people. Also, for those of you who are really looking to accelerate your wealth building journey and unlock more financial freedom, get more time back and just level up your life, your business, your finances, be sure to head over to therichlifeacademy.com to check out all the amazing products and resources that we offer to our Millionaire Mindcast family, whether that's one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, courses from our guests, all kinds of free content, downloads, checklists, upcoming event info and how you can connect with us live in person, all kinds of great valuable tools you can get that over at therichlifeacademy.com. Last but not least, I always want to know, who do you guys want to hear me interview next? Let me know. Shoot me a text at 844-447-1555. With that being said, until next time, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your March to a million and beyond. Cheers, my friend. <laughs> 